or Hank, but his name is Hudson, not to be confused with the bay or the river. He's a champion, and don't look now, another Georgia Bulldog on top of the leaderboard, Hudson Swafford, cashing a lot of tickets for the Bones DK family this week. Hello, my name is Edge. You can follow me on Twitter and now on TikTok, Golf Guy WV. Shout out to Jame, uh, Dame Jackson, I should say, Dame Jackson 14 on Twitter. He took down the $200 for 10 k His big hit was actually Harmon. We talked a lot about Harmon last week, but we loved Swafford last week also. Cashed a lot of Bones DK tickets and uh, heads-up tickets for you, Bones DK. Welcome to the program. Big week for you. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm just riding that energy right now. And I'll tell you what, I, I was never a Georgia Bulldog fan, but I think I am all of a sudden. You know, it started <laughs> with the Georgia Bulldogs winning the national championship, and then we played Kisner. And then we play Swafford, and uh, you know that momentum's coming into Bones DK Golf now. I mean, this is this is I haven't felt this good in a long time. Hudson Swafford gets us done. We cash in DraftKings, and we are going to ride this momentum into the Farmers this week. I am feeling great. Love the energy the guy just said before we came on, folks. He was like, "Look alive, look alive, everybody!" And and he's coming <laughs> on alive right now. TW Man sixty six joining us from St. Pete Beach. How are you, T Dubs? Doing great. Hey, Georgia, Georgia, Georgia. Brian Arman. Georgia. Yeah, we talked a lot about Harmon last week, Wild Man, and uh, it was an exciting finish to the American Express. Uh, Something to be excited about this week also, Wild Man. Not only were we on Harmon last week, but we got a chance to get on a Mountaineer this week. We got a Mountaineer who Monday qualified for the Farmers this week, Max Sear, who on a local level uh, does pretty well for himself. In fact, he's won a couple matches as a Mountaineer. Uh, clear number one on their roster, but he is in this week's tournament, an added layer to the Farmers, so we get to drink some beer and cheer on a Mountaineer Wild. Yeah, I'll tell you what, I, I like to wear my TW here in California. Let's put it away. Let's support the local guy, huh? Let's go. Let's go. Let's roll, baby. <laughs> one golf guy WV to another golf guy WV. Max is probably going to come in at 6,000 this week also. I haven't really looked that low in the DK rankings yet. But this week, Wildman, big shout-out, by the way, to McNeil and Chameleonaire and the rest of the WVU DGens for the text thread info on Max Sear. This week, Wildman, we are on to the Farmers. La Jolla, California. Incredible that it's already the fourth tournament of the PGA Tour season. Time just flies when you're having a good time. And uh, Torrey, north and south this week. It's a long track couple things about this tournament incredibly strong field you got six of the top players in the world rom dj kapka spieth shoffley dechambeau thomas matsuyama all part of the field and the winners here in the past for whatever reason guys love to play at this course have been superstars woods is a seven-time winner here mickelson is a three-time winner jason day is a two-time winner rom is one here rose is one here uh, Bubba Watson's one here. Patrick Reed, although some controversy surrounding him. Shouldn't surprise anybody. People have accused him of cheating in this tournament. But uh, he went on to win by five shots when he did win this tournament. So a lot of superstars win here, Wildman. What can you tell us about this course? Why is it that way? Well, it's that way, number one, because uh, Torrey Pines South, which they will play three times this week out of the four rounds, 
is the longest PGA Tour course out there. So, as we all know, uh, longer golf courses just bring more difficulty. When the conditions are more difficult, when the course demands more out of your skill set, you're going to see the cream rise to the top. It's typical. This course is strong enough to host majors. Uh, as a matter of fact, it hosted the U.S. Open last year. So, you know, it's set up to be difficult. It's set up for the best players in the world to succeed, uh, basically because of the length of the course, right? I mean, you've got par threes over 200, 225. You've got a lot of par fours that are pressing 500. Uh, you've got pen, uh, penal areas into the rough. So um, you're really going to have to get it out there long and get it out there straight in the absence of a white hot putter to have a chance to contend here. Now, it should also be noted that while the South course is the longest course on tour, the North course is far, far shorter, only measuring about 7,200 7, and change, about 600 yards shorter. And it has different greens than the South course. But uh, the players are only going to have to play the North course once as both weekend rounds are on the South course if you make the cut. Why do they do it that way, do you think, Wildman? I don't really know. I mean, it hasn't always been that way. Uh, I think they just added the North course to the rotation like nine years ago. So you'd have to ask, you know, the planners and people that dig more deeper into that to know. But it does seem a little strange, you know. I mean, why? Yeah, three rounds on one course, one on the other. Why not two and two? But, you know, yeah. whatever. We're not, a, uh, we're not a golf design show or a golf betting show. So let's get back into the tiers here, Robbie, because this is a huge field like i said a strong field uh full field i shouldn't say huge field but very strong field you've got some top top players here all winners john rom leading us off for the second week in a row over eleven thousand dollars he's at 11-2 justin thomas who has had success here in the past he's at 10-9 hideki he's a past winner major champion 10-6 dustin johnson first time we've mentioned his name in 2022 on the bones dk podcast huge fans of dj we are here and Xander Shoffley, who, you know, uh, here we are again talking about Xander. Is he going to be able to get across that finish line? Gold medalist, let's not take that away from him. He did win there among some of the best players in the world. But when is he going to get that PGA Tour win, uh, you know, again, to get it? He's always up there in the top five. He's at 10,100 this year, Bones DK. Any of these guys, you're going to build your lineup around this week. Yeah, you know, in my opinion, I think there's a clear favorite here this week. And, and I actually decided to fade this guy last week. It kind of paid off. But his name is John Rom, And I, I know a lot of people are giving him a lot of crap for being a baby and everything like that. But, man, um, if you got, if you look at this guy's course history, it's just insane. And then Wildman was talking about the 2021 U.S. Open. He is the defending champion at this course. Uh, he also came in second, seventh, and fifth in, uh, in, in, since 2019. I absolutely love this guy this week. And, and, you know, hopefully some people don't like him because, you know, he's being a baby or whatever. People just don't like John Rom. Elaborate I, a little bit on what you're talking about. What, what do you mean he's being a baby? Explain that. <laughs> there, there was a video clip going around where he came off one of the holes and he was like, these damn greens, it's just a putting contest. Um, you know, he was just angry. And, yeah, I think he was being a baby. I don't think he's the most likable guy in the world, but um, he's one of the best golfers in the world right now. This guy is dialed in. And I think if you're playing one lineup this week, if you're just doing one single entry, I think it's a must play in your lineups, to be honest with you. If you're playing two entries or, or multiple entries, then you get a John Rahm and a non-John Rahm lineup in this week. But I am sticking strong to John Rahm this week. He is awesome. 
Um, his history is just too good. And I think he is actually angry at people. Uh, he, he doesn't like when, you know, shit talk against him. So I like John Ron to show up this week against the, all the uh, negative energy around him. Yeah, negative energy, just to add fuel to the fire. You know, if it's Tiger Woods or if it's John Daly coming off the, the green saying the same thing, they're, they're praised for being, you know, uh, Mavericks on the PGA Tour and sticking it to the man. So it's certainly a, a, perhaps a double standard, we'll say with John Rahm. But Wildman, again, these top-tier guys, they're all winners, dude. Uh, anything else you can add to that? Do you need to have Rahm in your lineup to win this week? I don't think you need to have him, but it, it's, you know, if there's ever a guy that's probable to win, you know, higher than that PGA Tour standard of, like, 25 to 3.5% to win, it's probably Rahm this week. Remember, I mean, the U.S. Open stats aren't included in a lot of what we're looking at because it was technically a different tournament, albeit at the same course. So add another win to Rom there. And uh, don't forget this too about Rom. Like we we like the Memorial as a very difficult course, major-esque. This course is tough too. Rom had a six shot lead before bowing out with COVID there. If they don't make him bow out there, if COVID doesn't make him bow out, he wins that tournament, has the lead at the tour championship, going in as the number one seed and wins the tour championship in all likelihood over Cantlay. So, um, you know, as good as you think he is, he's better than you even think he is. So I would expect him to play really well. Another guy that we love is DJ. Uh, he doesn't have a lot of success at this particular event, but he does play well in California. Uh, but DJ's always the guy, you know, we like to we like to watch him get a little, a few reps before we're, we're you know, kind of, kind of pegging where he is. Um, so, so today, this week, I think we're going to pass on DJ. Kind of let him go out there, get his get his stuff together, and we'll have a better feel for him as it goes on. But man, there's a lot of value here below Rom, all the way down to like Patrick Reed. Yeah, it's going to be hard, if not impossible, to get Rom and DJ in the same lineup. Also, so we're taking Rom uh, out of the top tier there. We're going to start at ten thousand with the nine to ten tier here. We got Berger, who has not been very kind to us on the Bones DK podcast, but uh, certainly a player that could win out here. DeChambeau, always in the conversation. Burns at 9700 Yikes, I don't know. That, that's expensive, I feel like, for that guy. We'll let you guys answer that one, though, for me. Kepka at 9-6. Scheffler at 9-5. Spieth at 9-4. Im at 9-3. Zalatoris at 9-2. Finau at 9-1. Leishman at 9. Buddy, we like value on this podcast. Wildman just kind of touched on it. There's even more value below that, but at this $9,000 tier, there's a lot of guys who could win this tournament, Bones DK. Yeah, I guess that's what I was getting at. If you don't play ROM, this is where I'm starting my lineup, and, and I'm actually going to go all the way down to the nine, bottom of the 9K range with Zalatoris, guys. Um, apparently, a lot of people are talking about him. I'm not too sure about that. I don't listen to too much, but he's coming off a seventh place in this tournament last year. And he also uh, had six straight birdies last week. This guy is just in great form. So I'm going to go down to Big Z here. And I think starting your lineup, especially with a single entry, starting with Rom and Zalatoris, is a great start. I think both those guys are going to perform under the pressure. And these guys are in great form right now. Obviously, you have Sam Burns, Scotty Scheffler, our boy. Um, Daniel Berger, I, I meant to say something about him. He is a great player. He rates out well. I do like him. But starting your lineup with Daniel Berger at 10K, he's finally up there in price where he's getting a little too expensive for me, though I think he could perform really well this week. Wildman, anything you can add to that $9,000 tier? Because, again, a lot of value here. You just said it yourself. 
I think that Spieth at 9,400 is interesting. Thoughts on that? Yeah, I just don't think Spieth has the, the tee to green game to contend at a course like this, um, this particular week. Um, so I'll pass on Spieth. You know, he, he is one of those guys, though, that with the putter can keep him in any tournament, as we've seen over the years. But I'll pass on him. I want to talk about Scheffler real quick. You know, I feel like we talk about him all the time, but, you know, look at where he's priced uh, in regards to some of the guys underneath him. And, you know, having no wins on the card. So that, that goes to tell you what what he's been doing and also what the DK algorithm might tell you about him and his potential. Uh, kind of a guy that was off the radar last week. Finished 25th, 20 birdies and two eagles. So he's going to do what he always does. Um, and remember what I said about Rom. Well, Scheffler contended for the U.S. Open Championship here a couple months ago. And those stats are not reporting in to the Farmers Insurance Open because that was a different tournament. So um, add that, you know, top seven finish from Scheffler at the U.S. Open and and let's fire him up, man. A guy that can play tough courses really well. On that same note, uh, this is perhaps my favorite play of the week. It's Tony Finau at 9,100. I think this is an extreme discount on Tony Finau this week. Uh, great course history here. And a guy that can fill up birdies all the time uh we talk about tough courses like we just did long irons i love his long irons uh contends at the british open in the toughest conditions contends at majors in the toughest conditions with the fastest greens you know a guy that you can make an argument against most of the time uh, but this particular week i think 9100 with his potential to make birdies i put him and scheffler in a very similar boat this week uh, really good chance I'm on both of those guys uh, to get things started for me. Good stuff there, Wildman. Is there more value, though, even in the $8,000 tier? Because you look at our guy Gooch, 89, kicking off that tier. Corey Connors, who we've already played in a couple lineups this year at 88. Patrick Reed at 87, who we just talked about. Matt Wolf, he was everybody's sweetheart last week at 85. A guy that loves California, Max Homa. Our favorite last name, Bazudenhut. Christian is in there at 83. McNeely. Look out for this guy. He's got an interesting story. I'm sure you guys will help tell it here uh, as far as, as what he can do over the next few weeks here. Maverick McNeely at 82. Palmer at 81. And then Justin Rose, who's won here, is at 79. So, TW Man, is that $8,000 tier actually better than the $9,000 tier? Yeah, I mean, I think I think you're making the point for us there, you know. We don't even have to go much further. I mean, like you got you got PGA Tour winners down here in a range where there's not much difference to some of these guys in the 9K range. So, you're talking about savings and or trying to get Rom into your lineup. This is a great place to go to have a strong lineup. Uh, one guy I'll mention in particular is Homa. Uh, he's a Burbank, California guy, which is in the LA area. He's got two of his three PGA Tour wins in California at the Fortinet Championship and I believe the Genesis. Uh, so he's looking for that triple play maybe here. Uh, got two good finishes here. I believe top 20 last year, top 10 the year before that. Uh, and he's coming off a good week last week. So home is a guy that, that we like that hometown flavor. 8,400. You want to talk about under the radar. Perhaps a guy... Uh, uh, perhaps nobody fits the mold better than Max Homa, three-time PGA Tour winner. You know, I, I, I like him a lot this week. Just signed a big deal with Elijah Craig Whiskey. 
this week also, Max Homa. So not only did he do well on the golf course, he did well off the golf course also. Bones DK, I know you love Maverick McNeely. 8200 bucks. Like, is this the value pick of the week right here, Maverick? You know, I, he's not, actually. I, I do love Maverick McNeely. I think he's a great play. I am going to put him in some of my lineups this week. Um, I think I think Patrick Reed is is a great play in this range. I'm not saying he's the value of the week, but he has one here. He's the defending champion. Uh, sneakily coming off 27 and 20 birdies. You'd like to play him at tougher courses. And, you know, coming off of what Patrick Reed did before he had his win here, he had a... I'm just going to go down to this recent history here. So he goes, cut 68 second, 61st, 32nd, third. Now he's on a 15th, 55th on a course that he loves. He has amazing history here. I'm not worried about his recent form. I love Patrick Reed this week. I think he's one of my favorite plays. I'm not saying he has the most value, though I think he's probably one of the best players at the cheapest range. Interesting. He did win by five shots when he won here previously. Also accused of cheating in that tournament. If you recall his ball, he claimed plugged into the ground. It was clear on video replay that it bounced. He took a free drop. A lot of controversy. Probably didn't play into the fact that he won the tournament, though. I mean, he did win by five shots. Interesting take there on Patrick Reed, who, you know, any chance I get, I like to try to throw under the bus. I don't care much for Patrick Reed. Yeah, Captain well, you America. know. Left what do you know? I like, Roman, I like Rom and Reed. And if they, people don't like them, hopefully they're low-owned. And we win a million dollars. That's Reed, true. That's true. Here's one thing I'll add about Reed, too. Generally speaking, the the you know we talked about the length of some of these iron shots you have to hit. Well, the longer the iron <laughs> shot, the more likely you are to miss the green as well, especially because these greens are on the smaller, uh, below-average level. So you're going to have a lot of short game required to make uh, par at some of these holes that are just super, super long. I, I believe 12 and 15 here on the south course are two of the most difficult holes on all of the PGA Tour. Um, so you're going to have some scramble opportunities. A course where you need to scramble, which kind of correlates to difficulty, uh, checks a box for Reed. Definitely. All right, let's jump down here to the $7,000 range. I'm not going to read everybody off here, but some notables. Justin Rose, as I said, who's won here in the past at 79. Keegan Bradley there at 79. Billy Horschel, who's done okay uh, thus far this season at 78. Uh, Scroll down a little bit further. You've got Molinari, who's pretty interesting, I think, this week at 76. Uh, Jason Day, a two-time winner at 75. Keith Mitchell, who Wildman said something about last week at 74. Woodland, who's a U.S. Open champion, had win at 73. Streelman. So, again, we could go on and on. Last week's champion, Swafford, at 72. Bones, DK, who do you want to talk about in this seven dollars to $8,000 range? Well, you know, I'm falling in this range with my build this week, so I have a lot of interest in this range, and I like a lot of guys. Uh, one guy, I guess he's 8,100. Sorry, I thought he was, was 7,900, is Ryan Palmer. Uh, I think he's an amazing play this week. He has two second places here with a 13th and a 21st in his last four appearances here. And let's go over to his history, or his recent form, excuse me. And he is coming off of a 12th at the Sony Open, 22 birdies and an eagle. This guy is in form, and I love to load him up this week. Um, Another guy I'm really enjoying this week, and I think is a sneaky play, is Justin Rose. 
He has won here, has an eighth place. He missed the cut in 2020. Not too worried about that. I think he's actually a very sneaky play. People were scared to play Justin Rose, but he was like leading the tournament close into that first round of the uh, of last week. So I really like Justin Rose. And I think my value play this week is Lanto Griffin. Has a seventh and a 12th here. Loved what I saw last week. I'm a huge Lanto guy. He's plays amazing in California. He's always been a namesake for this for this podcast. And let's fire him up. Coming up a third place at the American Express. 23 birdies, an eagle, and only five bogeys. One stat I'm looking at this week is bogey avoidance, since it is a harder course. It's not going to be a big birdie fest this week. Give me some Lanto Griffin all day, every day. We do love Lanto on this podcast. He is like a uh, white hot flame. He will burn you sometimes, but boy, he's at other times beautiful to, to watch. No one's going to uh, burn us. I'm feeling too. No one's going to miss a cut. There's no Michael Thompson. There's no Munoz. There's no Gooch this week screwing us over. We're six for six this week. Fire up Lanto Griffin. Wild man. Anybody you can add to that seven dollars $8,000 range. Lanto, uh, Lanto tends to string it together, too, like momentum-wise. Yeah. So. That was not an indictment on Lanto. It was just, you know, it's facts. It's somewhat yeah. like like Answer. When we have played him in the yeah, past. Dude, on don't the ever mention, mention Answer's name again. <laughs> When we played uh, Lanto on the Bones DK podcast, he has done very. He's won us a lot of money in the past. He's also fizzled out on a couple on a couple occasions as well. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Wild man, who, who's good in this seven eight thousand dollar range, buddy? I'll tell you who I'm looking at, man. And uh, you just have to you just have to close your eyes and go with it. Keegan Bradley, uh, seventy nine hundred bucks. I mean, his strength is by far his tee to green game. Um, when there's a a need to play well off the tee, he's a guy I always look at. Because he can really smash it, and he can he can hit it straight when he's on. Um, good with the irons. Uh, can tend to get some momentum, to some confidence going. It's just, you know, the same story we feel like all the time is, is you know, can you put that putter... You know, can, can you get the putter going well enough to make a couple birdies and kind of make those six and seven foot par putts when you have to to stay in contention? Um, I think this is a course he can do it. I trust his tee to green game, especially when that is needed. So he's a guy that I'll confidently uh, fire up with with tons of fear, if that makes any sense. <laughs> I think it does. Yeah. I think it does. Absolutely. I mean, a couple times, again, Keegan Bradley's a great example. Like, a couple times we've avoided Keegan. He's done awesome. A couple times we've been on him. He's he's just, you know, been very lukewarm. You'll know, you'll know very early with Keegan, you know? Yeah, and his, like, fandom of Howard Stern, I feel like keeps him relevant in a lot of, like, PGA casual <laughs> fans minds but otherwise he's not that great of a golfer you know how many wins does he have on tour four or five maybe i don't think he's won a an event with a cut since like 2013 he won a he won the bmw a couple years ago to break that streak from when he was at his at his peak when he won the pga and all that but uh yeah he he does not win enough but again at 7900 you don't need him to win that's true that's true just need need him to make the cut cut and, and, and play well tee to green on the weekend. That's basically. it. B- Bones DK, we're going to go back to Wildman here uh, in just a second to get his flyer of the week, but anybody you'd like to add that we haven't talked about in that $7,000 range or even less? 
Yeah, you know, there's one other guy I was kind of just hyped up on, on you know, uh, Lanto Griffin there. Uh, one guy I did want to mention was Tom Hoagie, Hoge, however you call his name. I, I call him Hoagie. You know, like Merrill Hodge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, coming off a massive week last week, great history, a 12th and a 5th. Um, and if you look at his recent form, he has a third, like a 23rd and a, and a, and a second or a third. So this guy's in amazing form right now. I really like him with his history coming into this week. And in the 6K range, um, you know, refer to my top plays. I'm actually tinkering with my lineup still to this moment, even though the tournament starts tomorrow. But I'll post the top plays right after this podcast. Uh, there's a couple guys I'm, I'm looking at, like Ryder down here. Um, but nothing too crazy. I'm, I'm going to try to build my lineup in the 7K range mostly this week. TW Man 66, who is the Bones DK Flyer of the Week? I decided this flyer before the news broke about Max Sear being in the event because they are playing partners tomorrow, if you can believe that. Oh, wow. 1 p.m. Uh, Eastern time, going off the south course. Georgia Bulldog. Born in Augusta, Georgia. Grayson Sig. Oh, man. Here's why we're back in Sig. Smoke okay? if you got him, huh? Yeah, smoke <laughs> in. Smoke a Sig if you got one. Yeah, I love it. Uh, not not a um, an extremely long player off the tee, but he's good enough off the tee. He's good enough with his irons. And we're looking at his bogey avoidance recently. Uh, look, he's made those last two cuts at the Sony and the Amex. A total of 10 bogeys. Only one double bogey so if we can afford those numbers um that's that, to me that's a sign of a grinder and he's adding birdies there too so uh let's ride the georgia momentum let's ride the inspiration of our monday qualifier of our mountaineer max sear let's get these two guys together let's have them go low let's rip a sig and let's get one this week huh with grayson <laughs> i love it Smoke if you got him. All right, Bones DK. Um, actually, you know what, TW Man? We're about ready to sign off here real quick, but uh, you're actually going to be tomorrow in New York City taking in the Nuggets and the Brooklyn Nets. Is that true? That's correct. I will be at, in uh, the Barclays Center tomorrow night at tip-off. And uh, let's just say we'll have action on the game. <laughs> I was just about ready to say, will you be wagering on that game? I'll tell you what, we were talking earlier about the WVU DGENs. We've got a, a Penn State DGENs group, I feel like, that's out there also. A bunch of Pittsburgh and, and uh, Penn State guys uh, like to throw a little coin around also. So are you excited about that when you're getting up there? What's the plan for tomorrow, Bob? Yeah, flying in tomorrow morning and... Uh... I got a hotel in Brooklyn, and uh, yeah, meeting up with uh, DK, Cayman, and we'll we'll be taking it in. He's got great seats. He's got season tickets. They're uh, pretty close to the court. You've seen some videos. Videos. So uh, I I don't I don't think uh, Durant and Irving are playing, obviously, but uh, Harden should be in, and 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 another Mountaineer. You know, hopefully JC gets some minutes. There you go. And uh, yeah, yeah, we'll be. We'll have action on the game, like I said. Post it on Twitter. Let us know what it is so we can bet the opposite. I will. Um, if yeah, if you want to bet with us, uh, DM it. I can't post it here because I, like I said, I predict, predicted Kansas over WVU accurately backed WVU, lost that game. And then I backed WVU again the next week against, uh, who they, who they play? Uh, Texas Tech. And then doubled down in the second half. By the way, I didn't even tell you that. Look yeah. at plus five. They were oh boy. down two with like a minute 44 to go, lost by 11. 
I mean, they call me Golf Guy WV. It's, it's a sad state right now for WV Hoops. I think we've lost three in a row, and <clears throat> nothing gets easier in the Big 12, the best league in the country. Uh, Bones DK, I'll leave you with this, man. I, I see lately you've been trying to get into golf trading cards. Have you made any purchases yet? Have you hit any autos? And do you think that's something that the golf community's into? Uh, yes, definitely. I, you know, I got a box on its way. I'll probably do a preview show uh, when I when I do it, so you know everyone can watch and maybe even give one away. Uh, I'm thinking for the majors this year, we're gonna have a Bones DK fan uh, tournament. You know, just you know, give away some prizes. Maybe even do a free entry and just give away things. You know, we're just trying to get people to to be happy, right? You know, that's, yeah. what, that's what matters here. So absolutely. And, and, you know, maybe some baseball cards, huh, guys? What do we do? Yeah, it's a big, yeah. big deal these days. So. Bones DK and I have, like, started to dabble very, very little bit in, in football and, and older baseball cards. But um, maybe that is something, that another wrinkle that we can add to the Bones DK podcast here uh, in the coming months. But I, I do really want to say this to everybody. Appreciate We had a lot of momentum, a lot of feedback this week, and we absolutely love that, man. Keep uh, keep hollering at us. Let us know if we're doing a good job. Let us know if we stink. We don't care. Um, we really appreciate you guys listening, and we really do. I mean, that's what it's all about. We're just trying to start a community here. and You know, we're not always going to be right, but we, we hope to be uh, right more often than we are wrong. There's no doubt about that. So I know I speak on, on behalf of Bones DK and TW Man 66 about that also. And Bo- Wildman had a really inspirational Martin Luther King Jr. quote to end last week's podcast. Do you have anything like that again this week, Wildman? Anything as inspirational or as historic as that? I don't. <laughs> it's tough to beat MLK. Yeah. To yeah. Beat. yeah. Okay. How about we end it with this? Bet golf, play golf. For TW Man 66, Bones DK Golf. My name is Edge. Again, you can follow me on Twitter and TikTok now at Golf Guy WV. Thanks for listening. Good luck this week at the Farmers in La Jolla, California. It's legal there, by the way, boys. Hey, let's go. Let's go. This <laughs> is a Bones Brothers Media production.